It is one thing to know about God. It is another to know Him and who He is. Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. I'm your host, Frank Aiken. Thank you for tuning in, and if you like the content of this podcast, please make sure to follow and subscribe for future episodes. What is God? In the Westminster Shorter Catechism, question number four, that question is answered in saying that God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, and holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. Here in our catechism, we find the attributes of God. Now, what is an attribute? Well, attributes are traits that define who a person is. In the case of God, he has attributes that are found in him alone. Those are called incommunicable attributes. God cannot communicate these characteristics of his being to those things that he has made. In other words, there is no other but God alone. But he also has attributes that man possesses, although to a lesser degree. Those are his communicable attributes. It is important for us to study these attributes if we are to know and understand who God is. It is equally important to understand that our minds are finite, meaning that we are limited in what we can understand and know of Him. But we can also rest assured that even though the secret things belong to the Lord our God, the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. He has made himself known to us through his word. Over the course of the next four weeks, with help from the godfather of English hymnody, Isaac Watts, we will be taking a closer look into God's attributes. Now, as I've already stated, we are finite creatures, limited in what we can do and what we can comprehend. But that isn't so with God. He is infinite. There is no limit to who he is or what he can do, except that he is incapable of doing evil. God cannot sin, nor is he the author of it. He is the creator, not bound by the limits of his own creation. He answers to no one, and in him is all divine perfection. In the hymn, Great God, How Infinite Art Thou, Watts has a few things to teach us about God's infinite nature. First, we see his infinite might. In the first verse of this hymn, we sing of the Lord as the infinite creator who stands above us, his creation, as we humbly bow before him. We are weak and frail, yet he is strong and mighty the Infinite One. We sing that He is eternal over the nations of the world who find themselves crumbling to the ground as God remains. With every second that passes, our present becomes the past. In the blink of an eye, we move past where we are, and where we are becomes where we have been. 
You see, we are bound by time, yet God, in his infinite nature, stands ever-present outside of time and space. And finally, we see God's eternal purpose is undisturbed by the affairs of men. Acts 15.18 says this, Known to God from eternity are all his works. These works are known as his decree, that is, his purpose. And in verse 4, we sing that the Lord's eternal decree is never thwarted by our trifling cares. His eternal purpose leads us to the foot of the cross where we find redemption accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. He is the Word made flesh, the image of the invisible God, the eternal one, preceding creation, the first to return from the grave. It is one thing to know about God, it is another to know Him and who He is, and it is through His Son that He has made Himself known. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Kim Sing. I'm Frank Aiken, and as always, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Enjoy your lunch break. <laughs>